brought to you by the students of Mary Persons High School in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM. I'm your host, Carrie Buckendale. Good morning. We begin with exciting news for the whole community. The Technical College System of Georgia has awarded Monroe County Schools a grant totaling $3.1 million to create the new Empower College and Career Academy. The Academy will work in partnership with Central Georgia Technical College and Gordon State College to offer career training for Monroe County and Crawford County students and community members. The programs offered will be centered around workforce need areas identified by local employers in and around Monroe County. It will expand Mary Persons High School's CTAE pathways in the areas of logistics, manufacturing, health sciences, and communication. Dr. Mike Hickman, superintendent, said, quote, This new partnership will provide needed resources, classroom space, and skills training in a state-of-the-art facility for students, staff, and the community as we work to meet workforce needs of today and the future. Monroe County Schools will construct a new campus to house both the Career Academy and the Freshman Campus. We anticipate opening the College and Career Academy in the fall of 2024. We'll share more about this exciting project in the coming weeks. This morning, we continue our look at some of the specialized offerings already available for our Mary Person students. MPTV tells us more. Good morning, I'm Alex Johnston. I'm here with Jerry Ochang from the MPHS Robotics team, and I'm here to ask him some questions about like how the club is going and how the season's going and everything. So Jerry, what does the club do? Um, so we compete in <clears throat> essentially First Tech Challenge, which is a part of the first organization for robotics. And it's a mixture of, well, robotics with a whole competition where you build and design, build, design and code a robot to do specific challenges. And also like a business side where you have to get sponsorships to actually fund your robot or connect with mentors so they can teach you more about the world of STEM or build, like specifically building your robot. And then an engineering notebook as well, which is a major part of the competition, which is how you get big awards like the Inspire Award. What made you decide to join this club? It was actually because of Miss Olson. Before she she began, uh, before she left, she began it in I want to say my the end of my sophomore year. And she was saying how she really wanted us to compete the next year. So we started gathering members and we started building our basic bot. And then by the time our my junior started, we were ready for our first competition. And what is like your favorite memory from your time in this club? Uh, going to state would. Yeah, going to state as a whole, like be left to a day early so we can go check into our hotel and see other people's robots. We went to the Georgia Mall, which was a very fun experience to spend time with our teammates and then meeting all these different teams from across Georgia. It was intimidating at first since our robot was relatively small compared to theirs, but we ended up making some friends that I hope we're going to see again at state this year. That sounds fun. And what other clubs do you participate in? I participate in Bio Club, FBLA, and Spanish Club. And like, how do you manage like your time in all the clubs that you're in? It's mostly like sectioning my time and picking a day where I want to sp like spend most of my time working on it. So like one day maybe I'll think that uh, this needs to get done, so I'll work more in like classwork. Or if something's coming up for like a robotics competition, I'll put all my energy into that. So it's really just it depends on the day and the week. All right, I think that's everything I have for you. Thank you, Jared. No problem. 
Hello, I'm Ansley Brooks, and we are here with William Little, who is a part of the academic team. How are you, William? I'm doing good. What does the academic team do? Uh, we have uh, teams of about five, and we have buzzers similar to Jeopardy. Uh, we work together as a team to answer questions faster than the other team. Uh, and then after we've answered like a single question, we get a special kind of question that only we can answer, and uh, it's very based on like your knowledge of all the classes you've taken. There's a lot of questions about things that you'll hear in like biology and chemistry and all the other histories and all of that stuff. Why do you want to join the academic team? Uh, I wanted to join the academic team because they were actually uh, low on members my freshman year. They were uh, low on members my freshman year and so uh, Mr. Bernard, uh, I had always gone and watched them practice and so I thought I might as well join if they were running low on people. What's your favorite memory? Um, I would definitely say, so my freshman year, we only had uh, four people. It was just me and Corbin and Chloe and uh, Baxter. And so we went to uh, State Gata online, and uh, we ended up getting second in a terrifying tiebreaker at the very end. What activities do you do in the club? Like, what do you do for practice and stuff? Uh, we practice every, like, Monday and Wednesday, and we go to Mr. Bernard's room, and we set up two teams, uh, and we just practice questions again and again and again, and we have a lot of fun. To you, what is important about the academic team? Uh, academic team actually helps you a lot with, like, retaining information that you've learned, uh, in your various classes, and it's a lot of fun. You get to know, uh, you get to know a lot of good people in the academic team people who can honestly help you with some things that like you might not know. It's very useful. How does someone join the academic team? Uh, they can go ask Bernard, or if they're on the freshman campus, they can ask uh, Mr. Williams. Thank you for listening, and thank you, William, for allowing me to interview you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Magic 100. I'm Faith Jones, speaking today with Key Club President Anna Murdoch. So our first question today is, what does this club do? Um, this club is an international student-led organization that provides its members with many opportunities to provide service, build character, and develop leadership. And what made you want to join this club? Um, I saw the upperclassmen whenever I was a freshman be in this club, and I just thought it would be a great club to get um, more volunteer opportunities alongside the other clubs that I have. What's your favorite memory from Key Club? My favorite memory is probably the chicken cues that we do, which is um, a volunteer opportunity that sells chicken within the community, and we just help um, give it out. And as president, what does your role include? Um, my role includes leading the weekly meetings and posting on our Instagram and, um, and making up what we have to do that week. So for example, I have to come up with many volunteer opportunities for the upcoming weeks. And I also scheduled trash pickups. And what does a normal meeting look like on a weekly basis? We come in at 7.40 on Tuesdays and we usually plan out who is going to Kiwanis, which is an organization outside of Forsyth that has weekly meetings every Tuesday about the community. So we pick two of our members to go and then we also talk about the upcoming volunteer opportunities. And what are the requirements to join Key Club? 
you have to have a 3.5 GPA and you just have to be willing to get at least 45 points of volunteer opportunities per and semester. How do members get these 45 points? You can do many volunteer opportunities. Each meeting is worth two points and we also do two required trash pickups every semester that you can get points off of. Every hour is worth one point, so you have to just keep building them up. All right, well, thank you for speaking with us today. Next up on our MPHS interviews is Jackson Sparks interviewing Ethan Bertram from FFA. Welcome back to MP Interviews. Today, I'm Jackson Sparks. I have with me Ethan Bertram, and I'm going to be asking questions about FFA. What is the main purpose of FFA? Uh, FFA is an intercurricular organization that promotes uh, leadership, cooperation, and like career read readiness through like agricultural education. Cool. Do you partake in any competitions? Oh yeah, I've partaked in uh, wildlife, land judging, and my most recent one is ENR. What's one of your favorite memories from being in FFA? That's a tough question. Uh, I, I love FFA. I mean, there's a lot of fun things, but uh, I think my favorite memory is probably from this past year going to state and getting highest individual at uh, state land judging. So we're going to be going to Oklahoma next semester. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. So if someone wanted to join, who would they like talk to? Like who's like the main teacher involved? Uh, it's definitely the ag teachers. Uh, FFA is an intercurricular organization, which means it like works with the school. So you have to have an ag class. I mean, you could probably work it out with the teachers, but um, yeah, I'd talk to Mr. Waldrop or Mr. Smith. What does a regular FFA school year look like? A uh, regular FFA school year looks like, um, the beginning of the year we go through our creed and stuff, uh, as we do usually. But in class, I mean, we're, we've done, every, you do everything. You can be doing animal stuff, you're going out to the farm every day, you could be uh, learning, I mean, we can, we've done a whole bunch of stuff like that. But uh, in FFA, we have a lot of competitions each semester, and it's, those are always fun to go to. You get to miss school and go compete, earn money. I mean, uh, area competitions, you can earn $50 individually. State, you can earn $100. If you go to nationals, you can win thousands of dollars plus scholarships and all that stuff. We have multiple cookouts and multiple meetings throughout the year, which are always fun to do. We have a cookout this Thursday, the 17th, I'm pretty sure. Um, but uh, we go out to the old school farm, have a bonfire, and it's just fun, fun games. Yeah, it seems like it's a good way to kickstart any careers, anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, and last thing, what is your like specific role? Uh, my role is I'm the our Mary Persons FFA chapter reporter. So I I create the articles, I create the uh, most of the announcements for the in the mornings. So the FFA announcements, I, I make those. And uh, we, as an officer, we do a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes and just getting everything sorted for FFA. Cool. Well, thank you, Mr. Bertram, for sitting with me today and answering these questions. And uh, that's all we got today, so go dogs. In just a few weeks, you have the opportunity to enjoy the sounds of a bluegrass gospel Christmas. Jason Horde is bringing some of his well-known friends together for a night of family fun, worship, and of course, some holiday tunes. I had the chance to meet Jason and chat with him about the show and what you'll see on stage. 
Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you now, for having me. We are super excited about your show coming up in December. So you want to tell us a little bit about what we can expect? Yes, you can. We have our, uh, man, Grammy Award winning, Country Award winning. We got all these musicians with us that are incredible. I am not that. So I have to have them to make me sound way better than I really am. But uh, yeah, we're going to have a wonderful time. We're going to be doing some bluegrass Christmas for y'all. Um, we got Barry Bells on the bass who plays with Allison Krauss Union Station. We got Janae Fleener, who has uh, been Blake Shelton's fiddle player for years, and she's the three-time now ACM uh, Country Music Musician of the Year. So uh, she plays fiddle, and she's going to saw it down for you. And um, got Mr. John and, and Mary Meyer on the mandolin and the banjo. So yeah, we're going to be having a great time. Should be about an hour-long set, I think. So um, we're going to mix in some worship throughout the night, and then um, mostly do some christmas tunes and just have a jolly old good time <laughs> well that's gonna be fun i know our patrons are really excited about it and then you actually get a special treat too because some of our very talented mary person singers are going to open for you I heard about that. and it's going to be amazing if you haven't seen them you're going to love it so they'll set the mood and then you're going to come out and just awesome. absolutely bring down the house i know we're excited maybe we should go on first with <laughs> because they make, make us look bad with all those vocals that'd be awesome <laughs> now in addition to the show yeah. you just released a new album which i can say is amazing i was listening Thank to it on you. the way here Thank you want to tell people about it sure we did in 19 we did a christmas record and we there was plans to, to do another one, and we only got like five songs done. It took a while, but um, yeah, so we started recording back this summer. It's always hard to record Christmas music in the summer, but we put the tree up, and we tried to make it feel as festive as we could, and um, we had some songs come through that we recorded 10, and we put five out. We had the best of the five. We felt like these songs are like the best song, and message-wise and everything. Um, there's some great guest vocalists on it. Um, Mac Powell from Third Day is on it, singing on it, and um, a friend of mine, Michael Olson, who's been uh, Michael W. Smith's drummer for years, and um, he's an incredible singer. He's on it as well. Emily Hearn from over in Athens, she's on it. Um, she has a wonderful voice, and of course my band is on it, and um, man, it's, it's a really good one. It's five really good songs. There's a Casting Crown songs on there called Make Room, and it is it, it slides under the radar because Christmas music only gets like, you know, three to four weeks out of the year and then it's gone. But it is a great worship song and um, tells a wonderful story. And I can't hardly sing it without just getting full and, you know, the big alligator tears. So hopefully we'll get through it. But we're going to be doing all those new that night. We will have product there to sell that night. Um, so the new CDs will be there and we'd love to send you home with some. I gotta tell you, Make Room was my favorite cut on the album. Awesome. It spoke to me in the car. It's beautiful, so Thank I know people you. are gonna love to hear it. Thank you. Now you've mentioned some some pretty um, well known friends that you've got. <laughs> yes. But you haven't talked much about what you did leading up to this. So you have toured with some pretty big names. You want to tell people about it? <laughs> sure. Uh, yes. For about ten years, on and off, I toured with the band Third Day. And um, we got to play Red Rocks and all the cool places that a band like Third Day would get to do. So. The little country boy from Griffin, Georgia. That's a that's a pretty big deal. So um, I enjoyed doing that. Toured on and off with Crowder for a couple of years, um, just as a sub. Like when he would have guys that couldn't make the show or just you know they couldn't do a certain tour, I'd go out with him. So yes, uh, Shane and Shane have are probably some of my best friends in the world and some of the wonderful, some of the best hearts and great musicians. And um, got to tour some with them and produce some for them. So yeah, uh, have a recording studio. Um, and me and my friend, uh, Brian Scoggin, that used to drum for Casting Crowns for years, do a lot of work together. And um, we're actually christening his new spot today. So <laughs> uh, it's going to be good. We're recording for some um, different artists today. And just, it's a blessing to get to do what I get to do. It's, it's an amazing thing that the Lord saw fit that, you know, 
someone like this could be used in that way. So I'm grateful and humble. From what I was reading, <clears throat> you started at a pretty young age. You want to tell people what got you into music? Sure. Age seven, uh, my dad brought home a mandolin. And I had always been into record players. I had like three record players as a kid. I wasn't the normal kid that was on a dirt bike and outdoors and, you know, trying to break my leg and my ankles and all that stuff like my son has been doing for the last eight years. But um, I wasn't really into hunting and all that stuff. And um, all my buddies were into that stuff. But I, I was into music. So... My dad brought home a mandolin when I was seven, and um, he opened a, out in Williamson, Georgia, him and another friend opened a, a music barn. They went in and restored an old hay barn and turned it into a music barn, and they had bluegrass on Saturday nights, and um, so he just threw me up on stage with him and mom and, and uh, my uncle and some other friends, and started playing the mandolin, and by 10, I was already playing in other bands that were coming down there, and this other a friend named Curtis Jones, he came in and he, he was like, man, we need a, they're traveling and touring in a band, in a bluegrass band that was opening for Allison Krauss at the time was 16 and I was like, you know, about 11, 10 or 11, somewhere in there. And so we were opening for her and it was an amazing, it's been an amazing journey, but it all started there with the mandolin and then went to acoustic guitar. So I'm, I mostly play guitar now, but um, I would consider myself a mandolin player because that was the first and I do it. So I'll be doing it some live that night. Uh, we switch swapping in and out, so. That's amazing. You know, music you. speaks to people in a way that really nothing else does. So right. don't knock being a music kid. I was a music kid too, and <laughs> I now I'm watching it. my daughter grow up in it. Love it. That's awesome. How so, old is she? 16. That's awesome. She'll be one of the kids singing with the Mary Persons oh, Chorus. Awesome. We're excited. Can't wait to hear. Um, so it's just, it's a powerful thing. And what you're bringing to us is going to be just a spectacular night. I know folks are really excited. You've played in the area before, yes. so people have seen you. They know, and they're ready. That's right. And we just can't wait to see it. Now, is there Thank you. anything else you want to tell us about the show or maybe a Man. favorite Christmas song or anything like oh, that? Oh, my favorite Christmas song is It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. I love it. So we didn't record. Well, we did record it, but it didn't make the record yet. It just wasn't right. But we may try it that night and do a little jazzy thing to it and have fun with it. My banjo player is just, he's awesome. And he's got a cool little arrangement with it. So we may do something like that. But I do love that song. That's my favorite non, I guess, worship mm -hmm. song. This, uh, uh, I just... It's a wonderful time of the year. It feels awesome, and it brings people together. It starts with Thanksgiving. That's kind of like the pre, you know, the warm-up. That's right. That night, yeah, we may even take some requests, too. We may just say, like, hey, what's your favorite? And do 30 seconds of it if we can get through it. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. All right, guys, so you heard it here. It's going to be a great show, family-friendly, good time. You can get tickets right now on our website or at freshticks.com. That's freshtix.com. And we can't wait to you. hear it. That's right. Not the ticks that bite you. I've had those too now. <laughs> T-I-X, freshticks.com. That's right. Thank you so much for joining us Thank this morning you. and we look forward to it. It's going to be a blessing. Come on out now. Again, the concert is Friday, December 16th at 7.30 p.m. An ensemble from the Merry Persons Chorus will kick things off and then Jason and friends will take the stage. Get your tickets now at freshticks.com. That's not the only thing coming to the Fine Arts Center this month. We have a ton of holiday events for the whole family. Here's a look at what you can enjoy this week. Tomorrow, the Merry Persons High School Band presents its holiday concert. The show is free and starts at 6 p.m. Tuesday, stop by the FAC for our annual Empty Bowls and Ugly Sweater Soiree. Tickets are $20 and include your choice of one student-made ceramic artwork, a soup dinner, entry into a raffle for various prizes, and an all-around holly jolly good time. All proceeds benefit Backpack Buddies. Wednesday, 
the Monroe County Middle School presents its holiday band concert. The show is free and starts at 6.30. Thursday, you can watch our adorable third graders from all three elementary schools come together for a night of fun Christmas music. This show starts at 6.30. It brings in a large crowd, so get there early to get a good seat. Now to get into the holiday spirit, here's a look back at some of the beautiful music presented last year by our Merry Person students. Enjoy and have a great week. Oh, my God. 
for tuning in to Monroe County Schools Radio exclusively on Magic 100 FM. Have a great week. Remember to be a champ. And as always, go dogs. The thoughts expressed in this segment represent Monroe County Schools.